us live again. It's Will Seiko Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. 7 a.m. on this Monday, February 3rd, 2020. How about those Chiefs? As Andy Reid would say, the Kansas City Chiefs actually are the Super Bowl winner this year for the 2019 season. Capturing their first title in 50 years. I know most of you watched that game yesterday. You know all the stats. You know everything about uh, the the outcome of the game, the X and O's. If you are a sports fanatic, it's been everywhere. Everybody have their uh, thoughts and explanation of why Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City was able to win the Super Bowl after being 10 points down with late in the fourth quarter and then they went to the hurry up offense and did what they need to do. Again, like I said before, if Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl, he will become the face of the NFL. That day it's here because he did win and then the way he won the game, him and his teammates, of course, with the comeback win. So welcome to Patrick Mahomes era of the NFL. He is now the face of the NFL. You're going to see that cat everywhere. I got no problem with that. I'm happy about that. I know he's mixed race, but I'm going to go ahead and get my claim in. He's the first African-American quarterback that's going to be able to stake that claim that he is the, that he will be the face of the NFL. That's usually not given to the black quarterback. But he is now that cat. He is now that dude. He is now... Steph Curry <laughs> the NFL. I was talking that over with my girl yesterday. I was saying that's it's, he's got the look. Voice ain't all that great. Very well spoken. He seems to carry himself very well. He's going to do a great job of being the face of the league like Steph Curry had to when the Warriors were winning all those titles back to back to back. I know LeBron's considered the best player and I understand all that, but Steph Curry they, boy, the NBA really wanted that cat out there. And they got him out there. He won those titles. Same thing is going to be done with Patrick Mahomes. Except in this case, Steph Curry wasn't really regarded as the best player in the NBA. Heck, he wasn't even the best player on his team for two of those titles. Patrick Mahomes is the best player on Kansas City. Without a doubt. He's the best quarterback in the league. I know Lamar Jackson won the award, but... It's all about Pat Mahomes now. And that's the way it should be. I don't know if this is going to lead to him going on uh, some kind of uh, great Super Bowl run. Um, nothing's guaranteed in the NFL. Health is not guaranteed in the NFL. Team construction is not guaranteed in the NFL. Um, the NFL is, is that sport to where uh, a quarterback – or any great player, their their greatness is totally is truly um, determined by what every man on that roster can do. See in the NBA, you can have two great superstars and a couple of good guys that that are role players that can handle their job and things of that nature. You can get away with that. You can't do that in the NFL. You got to have a strong core on both the offensive and defensive side and a good special teams and good quality coaching with scheming, game planning, and all of those things. So, so many factors that go into um, an NFL win or a championship team in the, in the F and the L. So, in regards to what happened with Patrick Mahomes, anything going further, he could, hey, I'm going to enjoy this. He should enjoy it. 
Um, getting that opportunity uh, within his first three seasons, he's now won an MVP, he's won a Super Bowl, and he's won a Super Bowl MVP. So he's going to – it's great now for him. But there's no guarantees that, that that success will continue because simple fact is there's just too many factors that that depend on a team being a winner. And that's the only thing. Because to me, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Demarino is right out one of the most talented quarterbacks to play this game. But Demarino's uh he played on teams that defenses were just absolutely abysmal. They were sorry. They were garbage. Dolphins could score forty five points and give him fifty. He can throw four touchdown passes and he will still the team will still lose. Have a or he would go through seasons where he would be nine to seven, eight and eight, six and ten. So those things. And a lot of that had nothing to do with him in the offense. It was just simply the fact that the defense was just poorest. It just they just never could find a defense or a, a consistent running game to take some pressure off of um, Dan Marino, especially in the playoffs when the game becomes more physical and slows down and you get a good running game. Dolphins never were able to produce a running game for Dan Marino or, again, uh, Don Shula wasn't able to build a defense. So that's why I'm saying your quarterback could be super talented, your running back could be super talented like Barry Sanders, but doesn't guarantee that they'll be, uh, doesn't guarantee that they'll be on a super team, a Super Bowl winning team. And that's the unfortunate part about football. Um, in regards to, and also I just want to say, you know, everybody's really happy for Andy Reid, and I don't have anything against Andy Reid. Andy Reid, of course, has been one of the most innovative quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I mean, one of the most innovative coaches in the league, I'm sorry, and he's proven that. I mean, heck, he went to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens. Uh, he's definitely a player's coach. The players definitely love him, as you heard. If you didn't hear all the postgame interviews, you know, all of those guys were stating the fact that, they, you know, hey, we're happy for Coach Reid. And I'm pretty sure anybody that follows the NFL and and I don't think there's anything that can be remotely said bad about Andy Reid. So it's got to be a lot of joy and a lot of excitement um, from a lot of people around the NFL that he's able to capture his first Super Bowl win and, and fitting that it happened in the state of Florida because he lost his first Super Bowl in the state of Florida. But this was in Jacksonville. Um, now, let me turn over to the team that lost. Cal Shanahan, tough luck. First two Super Bowls he's been to, he's blown leads in both. And the common thing that happened in both of those things, he needed his quarterback to make plays when his running game got stuffed. Matt Ryan choked up the joint uh, after, the, after they built that steady lead, running the ball, play action, but as the – New England Patriots got more desperate and began to sell out against the run. They needed Matt Ryan to make plays uh, against the Patriots in that Super Bowl, and Matt Ryan couldn't deliver. Same result with Jimmy Garofalo last night. Wide open guy, streaking towards the end zone. He overthrows him by two yards. Tough pass, long ball, but he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders by two yards after the Chiefs scored the go-ahead touchdown. So it's, I say that, I'm going to say that the 49ers just simply choked. They choked. They had the lead 20-10 late in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't get it done. The thing that the 49ers came into this game being known for, everybody gave them the advantage uh, in this game over the Chiefs defense line, and they didn't move them. They did not 
run the clock out. They have this thing in the end of F and the L or in football period because they say it in college football too. I've also heard that they have this thing called a four-minute offense to where the game's late, you got the lead, you got to kill the clock, you got to run the ball, keep that clock running. You don't want to throw the ball, risk an incomplete pass, and the clock stops. You want to run the ball, get first downs, four-minute offenses, kill the game. The 49ers could not do that uh, on last evening, and it cost him a Super Bowl title. And now Kyle Shanahan's going to get the narrative that he's a coach that can't win the big one, although this is his first time as head guy. But when he was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, he also he was part of that that blown lead also. My thing about that is you can blame Kyle Shanahan or you can blame Dan Quinn, who was the coach of the Falcons at that time. You need quarterbacks in this league. Pat Mahomes is a difference maker. Although he did have two turnovers in that ball game, his first two interceptions of his postseason career, which is I didn't even know that. That's remarkable. That's the first time that cat's thrown interceptions in the postseason in the two years as a starting quarterback. You need difference makers at quarterback at times, you, especially when the game's on the line, especially when the other guy on the other side is very good. He's a superstar. They needed Jimmy Garofalo to justify the stats. His stats were good for three quarters. I think he only threw like two or three incompletions in that ball game through the first three quarters. But when they needed him to make a play, especially, you know, the, the hold the ball, sustain drives, or after the Chiefs got momentum and went and got the lead, they needed him to make a play and help his team take the lead. He couldn't do it. A la, like, Matt Ryan when the Falcons blew that lead over the Patriots when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. And that sucks, you know, for the coach because coach and quarterback, they get credit and blame. They, they that, That's who it starts with in the NFL. The coach and the quarterback get credit and blame. Look at the other side. Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, all the credit. Everybody loves them. They had blown that – they blown that game because of Patrick Mahomes throwing those two interceptions. Everybody would have thought about the game plan. Why didn't they? Do, why didn't they go to more of a quick passing game to nullify the pay, the, uh, the Niners' pass rush? Or uh, and, and that that'll been on Andy Reid. Then it'd have been the decision making that Pat Mahomes did to throw two interceptions. So the narrative would have been a whole lot different if that score would have stayed in the Niners' favor in the 49ers' favor, but it didn't. That's why I said, coach, quarterback. Get all the blame, all the credit. Kyle Shanahan is going to get beat up because people are going to say, why couldn't, you, why couldn't you maintain drives? Why didn't you call more running plays? Why didn't the 49ers go away from what got them here and things of that nature? Hey, they did do what, what got them there. They ran the ball. They had a solid running game. They were pushing Kansas City around. Then they went to the play-action pass, which is off of the running game. Fake the run, throw behind the guys that's sucking up to try to stop the run. They did that. It's just that plays, they just didn't execute plays when needed. That's what happens. That's that's what happened to 49ers late in that ball game. They didn't exec, they did not execute down the stretch in late in the fourth quarter. Kansas City did. Holmes got himself going, hurry up offense, sped up the tempo a little bit, and that's what got Kansas City to the lead and got Kansas City to the win. And it, unfortunately, it cost San Francisco. And that's how it goes. It's a cause and effect of everything. So everybody's going to say, oh, well, 
Kansas City did this, but the 49ers did this. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, in my opinion, the uh, the biggest reason for the result of uh, Super Bowl 54 is that the Niners choked. They didn't make the plays that they need to make. That's the way I look at it. And, man, Darrell Revis has got to be super light. I told you so. I told you guys because the thing that he called Richard Sherman out in from the NFC Championship game about the fact that he doesn't play man-to-man coverage, he doesn't shut people down, he doesn't travel with the, the number one receiver and things of that nature, and he's, he was in trail position uh, against Devontae Adams in the NFC Championship game. He was in the same position against Sammy Watkins in the Super Bowl. Same position, trail. They finally got the matchup to put him one-on-one when he was tight up on the line of scrimmage, which I did not think that would ever happen in this game, in my opinion, because I knew that Richard Sherman could not run with Sammy Watkins or Tyreek Hill or uh, Miko Hartman. And I'm pretty sure he knows that. And I'm pretty sure the San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator knows that. I'm pretty sure the safety that's supposed to be over the top knows that. And that was just a horrible matchup. The Chiefs finally got the matchup that they wanted late in that ball game. Sammy Watkins one-on-one with Richard Sherman, and he toasted him. He was burnt. Toast. That's not Richard Sherman's game. He's not a press coverage guy because he's not a speed guy. He plays the, He plays what he plays well as a, I guess you could say, as a, as a zone corner. But he's not a, he's not a one-on-one guy. He's not Rod Woodson. He's not Deion Sanders. He's not Darrell Revis. Um Mel Blunt, some other – who else I'm probably missing out on? Or Champ Bailey. He's not none of those guys. Daryl Green, he's not none of those guys. No, he doesn't have – he's not a lock – he's not a lockdown one man-to-man press coverage guy. He's a zone guy. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Larry Brown got a, got a doggone Super Bowl MVP by being just strictly a zone guy, honestly. I mean, that's basically because they didn't want to throw the ball at toward Deion Sanders. But, hey, it is what it, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers in that Super Bowl back in the 90s. But, anyway, so Terrell Revis has got to be – I don't know if he posted anything on social media yet. and He probably might He probably might not go all in on him. But given the rivalry that him and Richard Sherman have, I'm probably, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he did go in on him because he got burnt. Terrell position. And – he is not a press coverage one-on-one guy. All right, let me get to some other things in regards to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl commercials, ah, they were okay. I had no problems with any of them. Uh, wasn't overwhelmed, wasn't enthused, wasn't that exciting for me. Not many memorable Super, Bowl, memorable Super Bowl commercials as far as I'm concerned yesterday. I got sick of seeing the political ads by Bloomberg and Trump both. So I yeah, just sports i think you leave the politics out of it but hey it's a new world that we live in so hey you got a large audience so you try to take advantage of it if you're both of those campaigns and try to see if you can reach out to people to me i could have deal without the doggone political mess yesterday and that comes from both bloomberg and and uh trump I'm, i don't like either party democrats or republicans i'm a middle guy i don't like neither one of them they both extreme yeah either extreme left or extreme right so i can care less for them and to be honest with you, I don't think neither one of them have done nothing for my people. I don't care. The, the, the Democrats try to give us handouts, and the Republicans think we just need to go out there and get it even if we don't have it. That's just my take on the whole situation. Uh, as far as the halftime show or the Super Bowl, eh, I got nothing. I, I really don't because I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a modern music person. I like old school music. 
And like old, old school hip hop, old school R&B. I like a lot of smooth jazz. I don't like words in my songs and in the way I listen to music. Now I just want to hear the music. Let the music take me over or let the music soothe my mind or whatever the situation is. You know what I'm saying? Whatever mood I want, I just want smooth jazz type of music to just, you know what I'm saying, help me through that situation or help me deal with that situation. So I'm not really on the modern music with the words. I don't care for what they do and things of that nature. If I sound like, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Wilson, get off my lawn, then so be it. That is what it is. But I just don't care for the, the, the modern music nowadays. If you do, God bless you. It's on, you can, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to like what you like. It's just not for me. So in regards to the Super Bowl halftime show yesterday, I just really had no, I'm not, I'm just nah, eh, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't have anything. I mean, I saw the J-Lo misstep, but, I mean, shoot, hey, it happens. She made a mistake. So be it. Move on. Secure. Shaking her hips all over the place. Eh, don't do anything for me. You know, there's something that's saying it was the greatest halftime show. I hear that same sentiment every year. I don't care who's doing the performing, except for when Maroon 5 was in Atlanta and at, at that Super Bowl. But anyway, uh, or whichever one they did. But most of the time, you hear that every time. Every time there's halftime entertainment, they say, oh, that's the greatest one that you ever seen. Yeah. I guess it depends on your perspective and what type of music that you like. I guess that's the way to look at it. So the NFL season is over. Now it's the off season where they make a whole heck of a lot of noise. And then for the next couple of days, it's going to be all these things. Oh, can the going to dice run? Can I, can I, can, can Andy Reid and get another Super Is this something that him and Patrick Mahomes and Reese Young, he's got a chance to become one of the greats because he's got a great quarterback. You're going to hear all these type of things, getting preparing for next year, and they haven't even had their ticker tape parade yet. I think the kids going to Disney World this morning. Talking about Pat Mahomes. Let them soak in it. Let us enjoy, let them enjoy it. And then. In about another week or two, start pointing towards the 2020 season as the off-season starts, draft, and all of that other stuff. And uh, that's what it is. But I tell you, in the days NFL, gotta have a gotta have a top-level quarterback. I don't come to that conclusion. Uh, you gotta have a top-level quarterback, and I ain't saying Patrick Mahomes level because he's he's just the best. He's on a He's he's on a different plateau than the rest of these guys with the ability to throw the touch. That pass to Sammy Walker is over. I mentioned over Richard Sermon. Beautiful touch on that throw. I mean, can't can't deny he 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 can make the throws and he he has the accuracy and he has to feel in that quarterback at at, at at the position. You know, but I don't want I I, don't, I know there's only there's only going to be one of him, and I get it. But give me a – you know, I would like to – I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'd like to see the Dolphins pick a, a guy that can be on the level with a Deshaun Watson or uh, even Lamar Jackson. Or give me a guy whose arm isn't in, in that strong, but he's pretty accurate, like a Phillip Rivers or a Drew Brees. One of those type of guys, you know. Just a guy that is competent at quarterback and that get that doesn't put his team in harm's way and gives his chance and give his team a chance to win but isn't the reason they lose. So, I think the Dolphins could do it. Hey, the 49ers won four wins the year before, and they won the Super Bowl. Dolphins won five games and made great improvements during the second half of the season. I think the Dolphins are just probably a steady quarterback away um, and, and more pass rush. But a steady quarterback, steady quarterback play away or elite quarterback play away from making some noise. 
Forget the possibility. I'd love to see the Dolphins win. I mean, hey, the Chiefs, it took the Chiefs 50 years. I would love to see the Dolphins finally get a Super Bowl. That would just be icing. That would just be the greatest thing for me. I mean, I know the hurt. I'm, I'm from Miami, you know, and I, I don't know the Marlins, Florida Marlins, at the time when they won those World Series titles. I know they won. Um, that was great. I celebrated. I'm happy. I love the Miami Heat. Yes, they won three titles. I'm so happy about that. I love the Miami Hurricanes and everything. But the Miami Dolphins winning, the Miami Dolphins winning a Super Bowl when I'm not in diapers. Because that's the last time that the Miami Dolphins won a Super Bowl. I was in diapers. It was 1973. I was just uno in this world. Been in the world only one year. I do not recall that Super Bowl win. i seen the highlights. But I like to see it live. I like to be able to celebrate it in real time. And not from, this is the NFL films. Not that. I don't want that. I want to see it in real time. Let that happen. Took the Chiefs 50 years. I'm 48. I'm just, I, I got, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to put it all together in my mind and make me feel better because San Francisco was 4 and 12 the previous season. They got to the Super Bowl the next year. Jimmy Garofalo got healthy. They got better. Although he wasn't a difference maker. He wasn't, a, he wasn't able to outdo Pat Mahomes yesterday. He still made a difference in that team's production in, the fa- in their win total the next season. He was a big factor. I know he didn't have that. He's not, he's not, a, he's not that guy. He's not that superstar type of guy, but he is competent. He is, the, he is part of the reason why the San Francisco 49ers made that turnaround. I need a guy that could be part of the reason why my Miami Dolphins can go from five wins to the verge of the playoffs and a possibility of a Super Bowl. The New England Patriots are going to be going down. Tom Brady might be out of there even if he, if he, even if he is not gone. We, I've seen it this year. The Patriots are on a decline. Although I picked the Patriots at the beginning of this season and I was dead wrong, about that, but as the course of the season go, went on, especially those last couple of games when they fell off, when the Dolphins beat them and then they lost in the playoffs in Tennessee, the Patriots are not going to be a top echelon team unless they make some dramatic dramatic changes on offense because they don't have any difference makers on offense with Gronk going, Gronk retired, and Brady getting older, and the offensive line not being that, 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 uh, that great. They're good enough, but they're not great. I just want to see my Miami Dolphins I just want to see them win the Super Bowl. That's all I'm asking. I ain't asking for much in sports. I got it. I got the Hurricanes winning. Yeah, I like to see the Hurricanes be back. But heck, I could take the five titles that they got. I could take it and eat it. If they win another, nay another, nay another. I said it, nay another. Doggone uh, college football mythical title. I could kill less. I got five. Thank you. I, I got five of those mythical things. Thank you. And if the Miami Heat, oh, they don't win. Okay, that's great. They got three. Florida Marlins, oh, Miami Marlins, I don't care. They, they, got, they got to. I don't care. But I just want to see the Miami Dolphins win. Please. Let the Miami Dolphins win the Super Bowl. That's all I'm asking. Real quick before I get out of here about the NBA, yesterday uh, uh, they had that showcase game on national television in regards to um, uh, Houston and uh, New Orleans. That's who it was. New Orleans, listen. I like Zion. I, I'm starting, starting to like this kid a little bit more and more. I really do. I just the the, the girth, man, is just unbelievable. And the, and the with that size and the and the be able to have that leaping ability, it's serious business in regards to that kid. But James Harden finally looked like he 
looked like James Harden. He hadn't been looking, you know, like himself for for a while. He's been playing, you know, subpar basketball. But recently, I mean, in that game on yesterday before the Super Bowl, he played a heck of a lot better, more efficient from the field. Um, it does help that the Pelicans are not one of the best defensive teams in the league. That might have something to do with it. But still, James Harden hadn't been James Harden over the last couple of games. He looked like he had a knock on the injury. He looked like he wasn't healthy. But he has gotten he, – he finally yesterday, he looked like James Harden to me. He did. And in the showcase game that happened on uh, Saturday night, uh, we got to look at it. The 76ers still – when Joe M B is when Joe Embiid is in the lineup, they just don't look like the same squad to me. They look so just inept. They don't look like the same group. It, it, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Um, he did not have a great night. He, I mean, he was one for eleven. He had one field goal. He shot nine free throws. He only had eleven points. But the most disappointing thing about this whole situation, the man had five rebounds. That's all I can say. One of the better performances from that night was Kyrie Irving getting it going. Kyrie, 54 points in New Jersey's, not that game. Which game was it that he hit the 54? Was it this one? Let me just double check. Because he hit 54 points uh, since the last time you heard me. He went absolutely nuts. That wasn't the game. It was the game before that. He went, uh, Kyrie just showed out. He absolutely had an out. That was just one of his, one of the better performances I've seen from that guy, and that's really uh, that's really serious. Um, trying to see something, I thought I saw something say he had some type of surgery. Hold on, let me check. Oh wow, Kyrie's out. He's gonna be out a week. He had a sprained ligament. Wow, that's crazy. That that doesn't help the situation. That was a day ago. That was yesterday. So in that game that they just played, he, wow. So, yeah, he got hurt. But anyway, that wasn't the game. It was the game they played against Chicago where he scored uh, 54 points for the New Jersey Nets. Kyrie Irving, man, he's, like I said, he's one of the best ball handlers in the league without a doubt, in my opinion. And he can definitely finish. And if that jump was going, he's really tough to stop. Hard to stay in front of that cat. It really is. Wow. Sprained ligament in his right knee. Didn't. And this is from the game versus Washington. Man. That got to hurt. That, that's got to hurt. That, that hurts New Jersey big time because he was just, Kyrie was just starting to get everything going in the right direction as far as, uh, the way he was playing, um, of course, you know, him, the situation, you know, the personal matter that he's dealing with, but he was starting to get things going. This injury occurred on, in their game on Saturday, the game where he hit 54 would be, what was the game before that? So I'm not sure which day that was on. That was on Friday. So they were playing the back-to-backs and he got injured. Anyway, all right, in regards to the NBA re- releasing the All-Stars, um, I think Zach Levine should have been on there. He was not uh, an All-Star. Bradley Beal, of course, he should have been an All-Star. Um, he wasn't voted um, as one. So there are, some other, there are some other guys that was left off. But, listen, it's a popularity contest the way it goes, and a lot of times they reward teams that have great records. 
you know, and in the case of Bam Adebayo, be and although he is the most improved player, a lot of that is the reward that he's having a stellar season on the record side. But congratulations to Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat, as they are now both uh, Eastern Conference All-Stars. Eastern Conference, well, voted into the All-Star game. I think they're still doing that, uh, not based upon conference type of thing. That is my time. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to download and li- listen to the show when it is on demand on all of them, on any pod- on any platform that podcasts are available on. If you listen to this podcast on any of those platforms, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Also, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. Also, if you see this show on Facebook, um, or if you're looking for it on Facebook, just type Will Take On Sports in the search menu. That's Will, W-I-L, possibly S-T-A-K-E on S-P-O-R-T-S. Will Take On Sports. When you find us, the Facebook page, please like and subscribe, and then it will be able to, uh, you will get alerts and notifications in regards to when a new episode is posted and goes on demand or when I am live. Also, if you can, please share the Spreaker app on any of the social media platforms that you see it on. Um, give someone else a chance to hear the show live. Uh, if you do, please post a link to the show or just let them know that they can just download the Spreaker app. And just like I said about Facebook, type Will's Take On Sports in the search menu and they will be able to find a show, listen to the show live or on demand I close this show the same way every single time say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things I holler be safe be easy